When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Schmodown Twitch channel. My name is Brad Gilmore, but you might know me by another name. You might know me as The Boat. You're my dreamboat for sure. That's right. It and is I'm, so dangerous that you have a soundboard right now. They don't even know what they did when oh. this came to my house. You uh, have soundboards. I have cats. I feel like you're winning in this scenario. I am joined by the ever so talented Miss Jen Sturger. And is that Puck? Did I get this that is right? Puck. This is Puck. What up, Puck? Puck always knows when the stream yard's on. That's for sure. Oh. Cats have a like they have, they have nine lives and they have a sixth sense for live internet broadcasting. They, they I feel work. like more people have seen my cat's butthole than they care to in the past four months from working from home. I don't know. This is the internet, so some people might be into that. But we have a we have a great preview for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. We're going to be talking about the inner geekdom finals that's going down this week. Huge match, corruption collides. Uh, Mike the Killer Kalinowski and Chance the Cobra Ellison, Shannon Barney the manager of both. They're going to be locking horns. Of course, our first pay per view special between the Outlaw John Roca. And big time Ethan Irwin, that's a number one contenders, the undercard on that final exam and deep 13, a match that I am really, really interested in. And then finally, we're also going to be talking about the singles tournament that is starting soon. 36 players. That's going to start Monday, August the 10th, going down on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. So a lot of great things coming up, Jen. What are you, what are you most excited about, Jen? The IG final, the pay-per-view, um, what what are you what are you looking forward to the, the the tournament? Oh, and how could I forget? Chris Jericho versus Kevin Smith is going down with an undercard of Ben Bateman versus Andrew Guy Numero Dos. That's Spanish for two. It's thank incredible. You, thank you. I took six years of Spanish. I did learn that much. I'm sure, you retained a lot because <laughs> I I know I did. Uh, I know how to ask where the bathroom is and McDonald's and to tell someone they have a cat in their pants. That's literally it. Those are all useful. But you got it. But you have to. But oh, I think as far as when ma matches go, uh, obviously I'm looking forward to seeing how Jericho and Kevin Smith are going to perform yeah. in the Schmodown. There's just been there's already been a little bit of trash talk heating up between the two of them. So I am just 
enamored to see how this plays out. I also, I feel like I may be in the minority, but I am pretty pumped for an all-corruption finals. I really, really am because I feel like a lot of people discounted Shannon and corruption at the beginning of the season. They were laughing at her because they weren't doing so hot in the standings. Well, things have changed. Things have absolutely changed. Shannon Barney has really turned her season around and these tournaments have been so paramount to it. If we look at it right now, uh, if you look at where corruption is, they're sitting in that number two spot Whew. and they're going into an all corruption final where they know they're going to get some guaranteed points, no matter the outcome. And then you have these singles tournaments coming up. They're putting themselves in position to overtake defense stock exchange and go out and win the entire season. Look at that win loss ca category right here. You have 10 wins for, for, um, the Finstock Exchange, five uh, losses. And then Corruption, they've played less matches, but almost an identical record, eight and five. So if they go out after this week, it's going to be at least nine and five or nine and six. I don't know how exactly that's going to work. But still, regardless, they're right there on the heels of the Finstock Exchange, which were kind of anointed the champions before the season even began. Absolutely. I just feel like a lot of people, like I said, discounted Shannon before the beginning of the season because she was rolling out a lot of her rookies. And it was kind of like, now that I'm looking back at it, I'm like, no, no, no. Everybody else is playing checkers. Shannon's been playing chess this whole time because she's been holding back. Obviously, she knew she had Mike. She knew she had Chance. And they knew that they were going to make a run in Star Wars. So it's like, ugh, I just and can't wait. They've been playing the points game. Um, and, and we're going to actually have Mike Chance and Shannon all on the show. Oh, here God help us all. <laughs> um, it's going to be a fun time to talk to the three of them. But they've been playing it from from the uh, the money ball or the Mori ball, however you want to look at it. But the money ball aspect of it is, hey, championships are nice, but this season's about points. And that's why Mike even foregoed his shot at a number one contendership and said, I'm going to enter the tournament, the singles tournament with 36 other people because I have the best opportunity to pick up points from my faction and put us in the number one spot. I thought it was a little risky, but did you think that's a good strategy overall for Mike? Look, if it was anyone but Mike Kalinowski, I would say it was a risky strategy, but I think he has had a lot of time on his hands, and I think he's feeling pretty confident, especially having gone through this IG tournament. Mm -hmm. So Mo Mike has been one of those players that as long as he's got momentum, he is one of the most dangerous people to face. And so I think Mike, honestly, when Mike has too much time to sit around, that's when I feel like he's kind of faltered. But now that he's got this momentum at his back, look, I, I mean, I just, he's going to destroy the singles tournament. Yeah, I mean, he, he uh, he's historically done well in tournament season regardless. And we've seen what he did in IG. And then on the other side, you have Chance Ellison, a guy who I didn't see going out there and making it to the finals. Not that I, not that I discredited his ability. I just looked at his path and I said, oh, Barbarian's going to be there. Oh man, you're gonna have Robert Parker. Parker. I know, right? Parker, who came yeah. in and absolutely destroyed in his debut, and we had us all believing the hype, especially with Kaiser talking him up. That I just thought it was such a dangerous path for Chance. Like it was such a perilous path for Chance to have to make it through. That there was no chance that Chance would make it through. I see what you did there. You're very, you're very I didn't good. mean to. I just realized really? midway through the sentence and I committed. <laughs> but 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 to even go to chance, yeah, you're right. Robert Parker, to me, from a UFC perspective, and this is what I talked about on the rundown this last weekend, Robert Parker to me was like a guy like Ben Askren. Ben Askren has all the hype behind him in the world, comes in the UFC, wins his debut against a former champion. Oh, maybe he's something. And then Jorge Masvidal knocks him out in five seconds. And you're like, whoa, what just happened? 
And now you have this new star in Jorge Masvidal. Now you have a new star in Intergeekdom with Chance Ellison, and he's been on a roll, even handing Barbarian his first loss in the Schmodown, handing Parker his first loss in the Schmodown. This guy is now going up against one of the IG GOATs. When you, when you talk about the Intergeekdom division, there's two names that are going to come up, or three names, excuse me, they're going to come up first. You're going to think about Kevin Smets, you're going to think about Rachel Cushing, and you're going to think about Mike Kalinowski. They're the three faces so far as far as the Intergeekdom Rushmore goes. So for them two to be in the finals, it's just so great. Absolutely. And by your analogy, I feel like regardless of how this match plays out between the two of them, one of them's going to be shooting a shot at the championship and the other is still going to have a BMF belt, you know? Right. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. Can we get one of those, Christian? Is that family friendly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. A bad Monday to Friday. Yes. <laughs> As they say in the snakes on a plane edit for uh, Samuel L. Jackson. But 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 I'm, like I said, I'm excited for all of these. Uh, events and I think that right now we've talked about it, we previewed it, but why don't we bring in the people who are going to be involved <sighs> in our them match? Some people I know know and love them, some people you know know them and not so much love them. But let's bring them on right now. The Queen of Corruption, Shannon Barney, and Mike the Killer Kalinowski join <laughs> us now. How are y'all doing today? Ladies, gentlemen, how are you this afternoon? We Better now that you're here. Now, wait, hold on a second. Now, Brad, I was overhearing, and you said people don't like me? Who, some people might who doesn't say, like me? Who doesn't you, like me? Some people might say you have a punchable face. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I think you were the. I think you started punchable face, pal. I don't think that I did. I don't think that I did. But, <laughs> but regardless, uh, but, or how are y'all feeling? I'll actually, let me start with Shannon. Shannon, Hi. this has worked out phenomenally for you, hasn't it? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you have you have both your players in the finals. A lot of people didn't see this bracket. Now, granted, we saw Mike coming out of his side. A lot of people didn't see Chance coming out of uh, out of his side of the bracket. How how are you feeling now that this is an all corruption final and this is the match that we're going to see? I mean, the people that mattered knew that Chance would make it out of his side. So let's make sure we have that all very clear. Um, I feel great about this all corruption final. The only other team to have uh, an interfaction battle like this is the Finstock Exchange. So I feel like we're in pretty good company here. Um, I had no doubts that we would get there. The second that match was lined up between uh, Parker and Ellison, Mike and I looked at each other and we go, he's going to win this. He's got this. Um, and we were right. So we're feeling pretty good. Mike, yes. I have a question for you. How What's has it that? been? I'm sure you've been helping along, helping Chance along in this process in terms of, course. of becoming of an intergeekdom player are you nervous at all that you've shown him too many tricks now that you're going to be facing each other not at all i don't lose a wink of sleep over this you know people want to talk trash and they want to say that you know oh they're good this is going to break them apart this will be the downfall we're not the finstock exchange we're not you know uh, going to destroy our faction just because we're you know first of all i was thinking about this i don't think there's ever been a team two two members on the same team that have faced off in the finals of a tournament i don't think that's ever happened Chance and I are proving that we are the best team in this league because what a teammate does is they make the other player better. You know, we talk about the Patriots. They're a great team. But did, mm -hmm. did JT and, 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 and uh, the other clown, did they do anything outside of teams? Did they That's win belts during that? Did they win tournaments? No. They didn't do any of that no. stuff. We're the best because we're making – look how great Chance has become. Look how great I've become this season. Coming off one of my worst losses of all time at Spectacular to what I just did in this tournament – like chance and I make each other better. We're going to, we're going to give a, a tournament for the ages here. You know, someone else said it and I can't take credit for this is I'd like to take credit, but I can't. 
Uh, it was in the Facebook group. They said because of how we dominated this, the IG tournament from now on should be known as the Corruption Invitational. And I agree. I think from now on, the IG title uh, and team, if there's ever another IG tournament, should be known as the Corruption Invitational after what we've done here. Put that in our contracts, please. Yeah, we will get that to the chairman himself. <laughs> um, but I, I do want to ask, I, I know you said you're not losing a wink of sleep over this, Mike. Not at all. But you, but you brought up, you know, your loss to Kevin Smets, correct? Uh, at, at at spectacular last year in Los Angeles, was that what motivated you in this IG tournament, or were you at, about getting another shot at Kevin Smets for that championship, or were you more motivated by bringing your faction up, which is now in second place, and getting those points? I think the results speak for themselves, Brad. You know, I could take, I could go for this for the ego. I could say, you know, I want Smets back. You know, he did the same thing to me last year. He got that loss to me, and he went hungry and got it. Uh, but last year, it was about that. You could put your ego first. This season, we can't do that. So I don't want to hear these clowns mouthing off about belts and belts and belts. We've proven that they're like, well, if you have no belts and you're not at the top of this, uh, you know, the faction ranking, you have says like, yeah, I'm going to be upset. People have said that. Of course, they're going to be upset. You want to be at the top, you know? So we're going to, we, that's what we were doing. You know, I put the ego aside. I did it for the singles tournament. Now we're going to go into that. You know, it's not about me this time, man. And that's proven. Look at, I mean, Look at what we've done here. I could have, let's say I would have gone against Smets. I would have beat Chandru or had to beat him. That's three points. Had to beat Smets. That's three points. Six points. That's all he would have gotten. I've gotten what? Nine points already. And we're going to get another three for either side. So it was, and I mean, last to second place. There we go. Done. Do you feel like you learned a lot from your loss to Smets last year? And do you also, do you feel like, the the whole title of Mikey two belts kind of got to you. It's a Mikey three belts actually got to you at some point. You you always go for blood, don't you, Jen? You always no go- no no. I just I just was genuinely curious how someone bounces back because I feel like players that bounce back from those epic losses that are just absolutely heartbreaking, like yeah. those are the players that typically end up having long reigns in the yeah. showdown. You know, uh, you can't taste victory without tasting defeat. Uh, there are some champions out there that they've never had a horrible loss. They've never known what it's felt like to be at the bottom. I have. I've been at the bottom several times. I'm going to be at the top several times, uh, as I've proven, as I'm a three-time champion. Um, this is just how it goes. Smets is not going anywhere. This kid's not going to retire from IG. He's always going to be there. So my chance to beat him and take that belt back will come one day. Uh, you know, And it could be coming very soon from one, myself or my faction mates. So people say, he's like, if I lose the chance, am I going to be upset? No. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to help him study to beat Smets. That doesn't make any sense. We're, we're getting that belt back regardless. Well, you talk about getting that belt back, and it's either going to be you or this other man who is a part of your faction, uh, the other half of Corruption, the team. Let's bring him on right now. The Cobra, Chance Ellison, joins us right now. There he is. How are you doing? There he is. How are you doing, Chance? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Look at that, man. Look at the You got a little Wolverine cut going under that hat. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, this is out there watching to say thank you corruption for showing us chance without his sunglasses are you happy now are you done talking now beautiful eyes if i do say so is he really the cobra without his sunglasses though (laughs) oh the attitude's still here darling (laughs) good to know i've been warned (laughs) chance how are you feeling man because a lot of people uh myself included i didn't see i thought your path to getting to this final was very difficult you had to go through some other people who weren't as proven but highly touted like the Barbarian or Robert yeah. Parker. You got you made it to the finals, man. We're all impressed by what you've been able to do. How do you feel now that you're there? 
Oh, it's wonderful. That's why I took the sunglasses off. You know, it's time for me to chill a little bit with my faction mates over here. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And, 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 and for you, though, to be in this final and then against Mike, does that take the pressure off or does it put the pressure on? I'm not trying to put you all against each other at all, but, but to me, it's oh, like, you, you, you couldn't if you tried. You couldn't if you tried, Brad. Well, no, just let me let me say student teacher here. Mike is is on the inner geekdom. Rushmore, right? no matter how you want to look absolutely. at it. Absolutely, absolutely. He's up there with the Rachel Cushings of the world. Obviously, they're they're the two pillars of this division. Um, you can make your name in this tournament like you've had and gone on, go on to challenge Kevin Smets or Chandru, get that championship. So beating Mike is huge for you <laughs> in your individual career. How would that make you feel? Uh, it's a little bittersweet because I know, I know how much Mike wants that belt. I know he does. It's a belt he wants more than anything. And I would love to see him take another shot at Smets and take that belt from him. But whether it's me, whether it's him, like you said, we're getting that belt back. That's all there is now, to it. Brad, I'll say this now because I don't want to talk about my partner's back because we, we're not like the uh, Finstock Exchange. We don't do that. We say everything to each other's faces. You ask me, you know, how's it feeling faced against Chance? You know, and, and seeing him study. I'll tell you this. I said it early on. It was during our first study sessions during IG. I went over to Shannon and we were doing some studies. Like, damn, Chance is phenomenal. He's answering stuff that I don't know. He's getting, he's tripping me up on questions that I go, if he makes it that far to get to me, I'm going to be in for a hell of a ride. This is, this is, I can't sleep on this because this kid's answering stuff because I knew what he was like when he first started IG, what he is now. And I told Shannon, I was like, this kid is, he's, he's knocking me on questions that I don't know. And he's knowing the answers to. So I got my workout cut for me, cut out for me as well. <laughs> yeah. And no, that same thing. Like I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Mike. I mean, he made me the player you see right now. And now you're going to see two greats go at it in the finals of this tournament. Now, I, I want to ask Shannon this, because obviously this is somewhat of a precarious position for you to be in. You are the queen of corruption alongside your, your king there. And then you have the, the liege known as Chance Ellison. And you're going to have to manage both of them at the same time. Uh, have you put any thought into how you're going to remain Switzerland as much as possible and also big these guys up when they get into precarious positions if you will i feel like there's just gonna be like a glass of wine and you're gonna be sitting there like cersei and just be like have at it boys this is all for this is just all for points <laughs> you know what jessica you're absolutely right this is <laughs> the easiest management job i've ever had to do and i'm so grateful that these guys got me here because like you said i yes of course i have put thought into how i would like to manage both of them yes i have made sure that i have made it as even and as fair for both of them as possible yes i have taken time individually for chance as i have with mike and we have studied together so these two guys are all around ready to go head to head and i said it before i'll say it again please don't take our relaxing for not being prepared for this match because it's going to be a bloodbath because you know how much I love to see carnage and chaos and wreckage. So that's exactly what we're bringing. It's just, we're doing it together. And someone said, and this I have to address because I've seen this a couple of times. I don't know if it was on backstage or somewhere where people saying that I'm saying I'm going to throw the match just because <laughs> it doesn't matter the points. If you believe that, if you, if you haven't seen me play <laughs> for the past three, four years in this league and you think that I throw yeah. matches and don't give a crap about what I do, my reputation you know, in this league and IG, uh, you know, I don't, I, I take it very seriously. This is the league that I love the most. Uh, I'm not going to disrespect the league. I'm not going to disrespect chance or any of the players that we've beaten to get here. And I'm disrespect, uh, you know, whether it's Smets or Chandra that we're going to face, I'm giving myself 110% chance. Will we're going to go at each other's throats. We're going to, you know, we know each other's weaknesses and we're going to play to those. It's not, it's not a matter of, Oh, this is just going to see where the chips fall. We're going at it, man. 
Well, well, I oh, go ahead, Jim. Oh no, I was just going to say if you had a follow up, Brad, go right for it. Well, I want you, Shannon. You said you like to see corruption, uh, uh, chaos, carnage, um, bloodbaths, whatever. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who do you want to win this thing? It doesn't matter who I want to win. No, this no, 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 I mean, want no, 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 no. Brad, you're trying to get punched with the camera right now. Don't, don't try to, don't, don't try to get it twisted, Brad. Don't get it twisted. That's Here's what the thing. Doing. Try Here's, to get each other. Here's the situation I'm that I'm in. I'm if sure. Mike wins, that's wonderful. We get the rubber match that everybody wants to see between him and Kevin Smith. It would be incredible. Mike gets his belt back. That would be phenomenal. Chance wins. He gets an opportunity to do something he's never done before. He's never played in spectacular for a title match. This would be incredible for him. Do I want Mike to win? Yeah, obviously I want Mike to win. Would I be happy if Chance wins? Would I like to see him take that baton and go forward? Of course. I am in a win-win situation. Some would even say that you're up for manager of the year. You know, a lot of people were talking about Winston, and oh, then boy. obviously there's always talk about <laughs> Who Gucci. Else? Who else <laughs> well, Winston and Gucci, but Winston was honestly the front runner. But now that you guys have passed swag, I feel like, Shannon, do you feel like people overlooked you as a manager at the beginning of the season? Of course. I'm just this pretty face that everyone loves to hate. They didn't think I had anything up here, but they're imbeciles. <laughs> and by the way, it doesn't matter who gets manager of the year either. I'm not in this for the awards. I'm in this to make you cry. Well, I didn't do anything. She didn't. <laughs> but Chance, over to you. How... So a lot of for me when I when you first came to the league, I think I was one of the early people who said Chance is going to be a, a champion this year in the movie. You were, you are, and I, I appreciate I, the support. Yeah, I was like, I know this is going to happen. Although in this tournament, I was one of the people who was like, I don't know how he's going to do in IG. I just didn't know. I I've only seen you had one match prior to this tournament, and you 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 lost. You took an L in that match. How important is it for you, and how good does it feel to prove people like me and so many others who doubted your IG ability wrong? Oh, it's great. From day one, everyone said, like, oh, I'm just going to take you out again. You'll be one and done for a third time. What happened? Beat him. Parker, his tournament to lose. What happened? I beat him. Barbarian, the guy, the one, the new mythical player right now. <laughs> Had that go again? Yeah, you won. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been – look, Chips are stacked against me since day one, and I've been, I've been proving wrong since day one. So I'm here to stay. I'm here to win. Do you guys, Mike and Chance, do you guys ever feel like there's a lot of pressure riding on your back in terms of just corruption in general? Because when you think about it, you guys are undefeated this season. You defeated the family. You guys have obviously ran the board with this tournament. It's like, are you feel like that most of the weight for corruption is on your shoulders? No, because thinking about this way, and everyone's throwing this argument. Well, Shannon's playing her two best players. We we're our two draft pick number one draft picks. You know, one like, and two, of course. What are you supposed to, what are you to do? Just sit out? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't bench you know? Mike and Scotty. Well, no, yeah, it's like true. You don't. You don't. Well, let me say. Let me finish. She, she was saying that you know we had some rookies that play us. We had rookies that go into this right at the beginning that actually hang hung very well with the players they were playing against. They went in one of those matches. The person was in the studio and was like, "Well, okay, I'll, I guess I'll play. You've got an open spot." So they went at it. You know, we've got two rookies coming into this tournament with us right now. You know, she's doing what every other faction has done, but play their top guys. Only problem is their top guys don't win. So they got to go down the roster to get other people to try and win. <laughs> I was going to say, Sean's fired. The manager does. Their top people just failed miserably. We haven't. That's exactly what I was going to say. So right. thank you for that. Like minds like that. Jesus. <laughs> Shots fired, Brad. And, well, let me say this to you guys. Every, <laughs> where's the lie? Where's the where's lie? lie? And Somebody everyone stop. in this draft 
went into this. The only person that didn't have this kind of uh, you know scenario was the exchange because they were loaded with what they were just by the way of pick four people. Right. Anyone else, you looked at that. Shannon looked at it, it's like, hey, we're going to have an IG tournament. Probably we'll have a Star Wars tournament. I got to get those because that's where I can get extra points. You know, everyone else wanted to try and get the new bright and shiny in singles and teams, and it didn't work out for them. She, like you said earlier, and and before we came on, she's playing checkers. Everyone else is playing Connect Four out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, but but I want to talk about the match itself, though. F- you, five rounds. Okay, neither one of y'all are strangers to the five rounds. But what right. do you both individually feel about the new speed round? I call it the fast money version of the speed round, similar to like the I family- do too, Family Feud. Um, <laughs> What do y'all both think about it, and have you trained it all for this new version of the speed round? Whoever wants to take it first. Chance, go first, buddy. Okay, sure. Uh, I like it. You know, it's, it's what we got. You work with what you got, not with what you hope for. So this is what we have to do right now. And uh, it's a thing where I want to practice with as much as I possibly can. But if I don't, I'm not gonna wor- we're not going to worry about it. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like, you know, when you're doing a speed round at the table and you got whether another competitor or three other competitors there – you're not only trying to get the question right, you're trying to beat someone else with that buzzer. And that's like, well, I beat them, but oh no, do I know the answer? And you got two seconds to figure that out. This is just pure knowledge. You know, I'm not going to know what Chance is answering. He's not going to know what I'm answering. It's just me at the test knowing, can I get these 10 questions in? I love the fact that you can pass and, and come back around. Uh, that's It's going to be a true knowledge test. I, I actually am seeing it work in the Star Wars tournament. I'm I'm a, a big fan of this new speed round. We'll see how it goes. If it goes in my favor, I might hate it after I do it once, but we'll see. Before we let you guys go, you do have your upcoming rematch against the Founding Fathers. This is the fourth time you guys are playing each other. Like, are we just going to keep doing this dance or what? Oh, yeah. tired of a show? That, that third time was all on them. They wanted to use that get-out-of-jail-free card uh, to take us up on that, so... You know, that wasn't supposed to go that way. We didn't have to have a third match. They wanted it and it went their favor. Uh, of course, we're looking forward to it. It's, you know, and the one thing I love is the fact that they're not going to have, you know, 300, 400 morons cheering their names, you know, bashing them, bashing them every single day in social media. But the minute they get in their presence, they're the God's greatest thing. They're cheering them on every time they answer an easy ass question, you know, stoking their egos. Because we know those two boys are all full of egos and they need that stoking and stroking. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. This little thing right here, this little thing living in a bubble, living in a bubble. Chance and I are already, look at what we did. We dominated this tournament, the new corruption invitational. We are firing on all cylinders. Jen, like you said earlier, we are riding the wave. We've got the momentum. Those guys haven't played in what, five, six months? If that, it's our tournament. It's our match to lose. We're getting those belts back. Do you feel like playing virtually instead of playing in a crowd is going to be to your benefit? Because like you said, they are so beloved when it comes to live events that almost not having that noise is a home field advantage to corruption. You, you damn right. It is. You damn right. (laughs) And look, we're not going to exploit that because we already know and they know it too. And we'll just let that fester in their little hearts. And we will absolutely, you know, some that. people need that. They need a the little pat on the back. They need, you know, like a baby having Vaseline rubbed on the bottom telling how special they are. They need that. We don't need it. I don't know, no, Mike. I feel like it. you get off to booze at this point. <laughs> oh, the booze. That'd be true. Well, she could sit here and boo me from the next room if she wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike, remind me to invite you back on the show when you have something to say. But uh, aside from that, no, I, I really appreciate you all three for coming on. Uh, c- good luck to you both, Thank Shannon. You a, a, an early congratulations because no matter how it works out, it's good for you. And uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think that y'all have it. I think that we're going to see, um, you know, uh, corruption take that number one spot from the Finstock Exchange. 
I won't say that I'm personally rooting for it because I'm I'm impartial. But <laughs> no, we know you are. We know you are. You, you can say it, Brad. It would be nice to see somebody else on top. That's all I'm saying. It, so, would, it uh, would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be very nice. Absolutely. Chance to remind everybody the match is this Thursday, two o'clock p.m. on YouTube. Please go and check it out and subscribe if you aren't already. All right, there it is, July 30th. Again, the Cobra Chance Ellison takes on Mike the Killer Kalinowski. Five rounds to a finish. Who is going to be the winner of the Inner Geekdom Tournament? We find out on the 30th. I cannot wait for this match. It's going to be something very special. Again, thank you all for joining us Our here pleasure. on the show. Uh, we'll talk to all of you soon, and, and good luck to both of you again. Bye, Bye guys. Meet you all. Well, there it is. You know, she always, she always has something classy to say. Oh, it starts to hurt after a while, you know. A little bit. She said she wanted <laughs> to cry, and I almost had like a, a feeling of, of of a little sadness when she said that. But but you think that that is a, uh, a a battle that we can't wait to see? There's another one, John Roca, the outlaw, one of the pillars. He's literally we talk talk about him being a founding father of the movie trivia showdown. He's going to be taking on a man who he has not beaten yet, and that is Ethan. Big time Irwin, a guy who came in a league as a rookie, went nuts, went on fuego. Again, Jen, that is Spanish for fire. I just want to make sure that you're up to date on all your Spanish terms. But he went fuego in his first season in the movie trivia showdown and went and won the championship and went out there. And he lost it to Dan Merle at the start of last season in New York City in Brooklyn, New York. And he's had somewhat of an up and down since then. But now he has, they both these men have the ability to go back and win that singles championship again. I want to get your thoughts on that, Jim. But first, let's see what got us to this point right now. Ethan Irwin versus John Roca, our first pay-per-view event. Let's take it to some nerd chronic right now. On July 31st, it's going to be our first pay-per-view event. John Roca, Ethan Irwin, the number one contender match to find out who faces Dan Merle for that championship. The undercard final exam versus Deep 13. Don't ever doubt the outlaw. I'm coming back even stronger than ever. So Ethan Irwin, big time. I love you to pieces. I respect your work. But there's no mystery to solve here, Sherlock. We're going to go toe-to-toe if we go to toe, and I'll beat you. And I've never been ready to fight against Ethan 100%, and I know I'll be ready on that day. So win or lose, I'll have nothing to hang my head about. I'll be ready to fight him when the time comes. Make sure you can get it at the schmodownlive.com or join patreon.com slash schmodown. Join today at the $10 tier so you can get that match. There you have it, Jim. That $10 tier on Patreon is absolutely lit right now. Are the kids still saying lit? I think lit is still in the in the vernacular okay. right now. Well, it is lit, y'all. I don't know. If, if you, if you want to make sure that you don't miss a minute of Schmodown action, the $10 tier not only, like I said, supports all of this amazing production and matches that you're seeing, but it gets you all of this amazing content, so... Yeah, I mean, you can you can go and obviously buy these matches individually if you want to on theschmodownlive.com. But if you go to that $10 tier, you're going to get all of these matches. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes the most sense. But that match is one that I'm looking forward to. It's the very first Schmodown pay-per-view event that we're doing this season. I think that there's no better time than the present, Jen Sturgeon, to welcome on the two combatants who are going one-on-one with each other in the sh- virtual Schmodown arena. That is the outlaw, John Roca, and of course, big time, Ethan Irwin, they are both here. Oh, look at nice to see Ethan Irwin. Your hair is looking phenomenal. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I really regret not getting my hair cut on February twenty second, like I was originally (laughs) going to. 
So I think I think we were looking at uh, early January was probably the last time. <laughs> I actually like it. I think that you should. Oh, thanks. This, this looks good. This looks good. And John, how yeah. are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, I was wondering who could one up my poster, and there's Ethan Irwin with a picture of him with a uh, figure of himself. So I got to give him respect. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to talking to Ethan. I, you know, it's exciting. Now, both yeah, of you are, are obviously no strangers to one another when mm. it comes to competing in the movie trivia showdown. But now mm. we're going to be taking each other on in a virtual world, pay-per-view action, number one yeah. contendership. There's a lot riding on this match. Ethan, I go to you first. How do you feel going into this match against John? Well, look, obviously, you know, we've we've uh, sat across the uh, desk from each other a couple times. It's uh, And it's fun every time. It's, you know, I, I have a great time doing it. He is, you know, an incredible uh, contender, as as you were saying earlier. You know, truly one of the the you know progenitors of this entire game of this sport. And so to be able to compete against him is awesome. Um, I feel like I learn something every time, and uh, it's yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, n- none of the trash talk from John gets <coughs> on that spot. You know, he says. You know, there's no mystery to solve here, Sherlock. You know, some subtle shots from the outlaw. That doesn't bother you at all? Well, I mean, you know, you got to look at the results. But, I, mm, you know, you my, feel, my feeling is so far it's it's been okay. We can't all, you know, may not always work that way. But, look, I have a lot of respect for the guy, and I, I like playing against him. And, uh, look, hopefully I can uh, beat him again. But if not, John. I ain't, uh, ain't mad about it. John, yeah. I, I, all, all this, all the the mild mannered trash talk aside, which honestly for you is very tame. Very tame. Ethan Irwin, kind of your great white buffalo. Like I feel like you. Yeah, he's my white will. Like, you're like, back, like you know? half white. He's half white. Right? Right? I'm lazy. Get it right here. Come yeah, on. I apologize. Not he's not my half I white meant. whale. Fine. Not what I meant. <laughs> no, no. I mean, listen. Uh, it's exciting to play him again. He has. Be- I mean, he took that belt off me, and then that triple threat. Him and Bibbs, like basically passed me around like a bunny rabbit between two bears so it was uh, it was a tough situation tough loss and uh you know it was a, one of those one of those losses that got me thinking about whether i have it what it takes to keep going in the league to be honest with you and uh, i really crisis of confidence in myself as a player and uh afterwards you know kind of bouncing back winning the titles defending the titles and putting and beating paul Oyama, former champion to put myself in this position i'm excited for the challenge everyone pretty much i think quietly i think outwardly they're all saying oh roca roca on social media but inside i think they all believe ethan's going to beat me so it must be why they put him in front of me on the poster so much respect to to what ethan has done he's a former champion and i have nothing uh but uh, respect for him and getting in the ring with the greats is what I do best and measuring whether I'm good enough to still hang with the greats is what keeps me coming back to the schmodown every time. And one of these great matches always takes a lot out of you, but it's always worth it in the end. And I got nothing but respect for Ethan. I just looked up progenitor. It means that I am an ancestor or parent. How dare you? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I am a contemporary. Son well, I mean, like in an old, in an old way, I mean, in an old yeah. way. Oh, no, I get it there. Oh, okay. Uh, oh but uh, but I'm excited fired. to take him on. I'm excited to see if I can beat him because I haven't yet. And, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get with Ethan Irwin. He is the X factor, the unknowable. And I love that. Yeah, even when you guys faced each other in that triple threat, you ended up being the first one bounced. Mm-hmm. Not to, mm-hmm. I mean, not to rub salt in that wound. I'm just oh, saying. I know. How are you preparing for this match a little differently, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've my faction's really stepping up big time. Uh, Craig, uh, the Barbarians, really helped me a lot. I think um, 
I've had a few of the uh, Finstock Exchange step forward. We're having some mock matches just to kind of get a little feeling of what it's like again. Because uh, Ethan, as Ethan knows, uh, it's our first time uh, doing this virtually, I think. So it's going to, yeah. you, you never know what's going to come up. You never know what's going to happen. So you want to be prepared for everything. I think the last two matches with Ethan, I went in mentally beating myself before I got a, a, out onto the ring. It doesn't take anything away from those victories. Ethan totally earned them. And I want to show up and not be intimidated before I walk through the curtain. So that's what we've been working on. And that's what we've been getting my head uh, straight about. So, and then I've had people from outside the Schmodown kind of stepping up and uh, quizzing me on stuff and getting me prepared. So, you know, when you when you take it on one of the greats that knows so many things about so many categories, you can't prepare enough and you got to do unusual things to get ready. But Ethan, you're not immune. I mean, let's face it, you're one of the, the greatest players we have, just like John is, but you're not immune. We've seen that you also have some gaps. What have you been doing, to, uh, phrasing already, to try to fill those gaps while we've been on this quarantine? Hey, oh. I, uh... <laughs> I... Well, I mean, a lot has happened, I think, since, I, you know, John and I last faced each other. I think I've been humbled quite a bit. I mean, I came into it, you know, you know, I, I think kind of meteorically, and then I was brought down to kind of the real world. And something that actually John said right after our, and I hope it's okay that I bring this up, but after our, our initial match, you know, where I took the belt, from you you had said you know you kind of said you know losing really sucks and i'm, yeah. and I'm like well, i don't know what that's like this is awesome yeah and literally two, two months later i'm like oh, oh this is what this is what he meant i guess oh, and it, oh, is, it is it is suck. this is not I, this is not a good feeling and i also actually after that had what, what you were talking about where i was like i was like god do i do i want to keep doing this i don't want to keep feeling like this this is not a good feeling and like there's a brief period where it made me not like movies and so i'm, I'm over that again but um oh. But no, I think I've I think a lot has happened since I you know you and I face each other. So I'm I'm excited to see, you know how that all plays out kind of for me psychologically and emotionally. Also, uh, in t but to answer your question, uh, what have I been doing to prepare? I have been trying to. We have Disney Plus, so I have been trying to watch more of those films, um, and uh, I have been trying to you know, uh, uh, I, I guess learn a little. Ethan and I suffer from not having kids, so we don't yes. run to animated movies. So yeah, yeah. So it's a, so that's a toughie. But we've been trying. We've been trying. My wife and I. Who, by the way, she is the one who who got me this and made this, which nice. I I think it was a fine gift. And by it, it so far it served me well. I brought it to the Snyder match, which I, mm. you know, which I I, I did okay on. The, so uh, is it yeah. safe to assume that you guys have traded messages and been like, "Yo, can we keep animated off the <laughs> We haven't talked about we it, but talked. I'm hoping. I assume. Like, I assume. Truth, truth, truth. Yeah, I assume they will put on animated and Pixar and Family yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they they have to have a little fun. But I yeah. wanted to go both a, a similar question. But Ethan, I start with you. I, I remember being there. I was sitting yeah. front row. I think Jen. I think we were sitting next to each other whenever you went out there against Dan Merle in Brooklyn. Mm. And yeah champion and, and that was your loss that, that was when he lost the belt to dan um and the crowd was excited to see dan get back to the mountaintop they were even you know shouting you deserve it mm -hmm. at him um and i remember you seeing you afterward you you took it pretty well i thought like you seemed very uh, gracious in defeat but what what was the motivation for you what motivated you to get back into it and say because you said i didn't like movies for a little while what was the point to where you said okay time to pick myself up I want this championship back. What motivated you to get back into it? I think just I started to watch other, uh, you know, other matches, 
and you know saw the fun that those people were having. You know, I had friends. You, you know, our, our friend Liz Shannon Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Craig the Barbarian. You know, other people that I know started getting into it, and I was able to. So that that got me back into it. I think. You know, and 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 it is fun, and it is you know a nice excuse to you know talk about movies. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think I and and mm-hmm. having beaten Snyder, being I guess the only like studio match I'll do the all year. Um, you know, that allowed me, that, that reminded me what I like about it. And that was very satisfying. Ethan, you were part of that trade this season, uh, from Droogs to usual suspects, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> what has it been like working with Sam Levine versus, you know, he has much softer hands. <laughs> I feel like it's probably the first thing I'd say. Oh. Uh, no, he's great. I, I, I look, I, I liked, uh, you know, I, I knew, Burnett many years, you know, we'd worked on, on a movie together, but uh, no, Sam, I was excited. I was actually really, I was like bummed when Sam didn't pick me uh, during the draft. So the fact that I, that it all kind of worked out and I get to be on, you know, in the same uh, uh, faction as Janine and, and Guy and, you know, some other great players. Uh, I was, I, I was very excited and, and he's been helpful. He's given me a lot of good hints. I mean, obviously a former champ himself. Mm. So but I'm assuming Sam is much more hands-on as a manager in terms of helping you prepare than a Robert Meyer Burnett would be. Uh, can I just say both my previous managers uh, up to this point, and maybe this is because of me and this is just how I've always dealt, I literally would just see them when I got there. <laughs> so so it's, it's been refreshing that he called the other day and said, hey, let's talk about this and let's go over some things. So it was nice. Yeah, that, that's always nice. Uh, but And John, I want to go to yeah. you because – Obviously, again, I can't remember the word that Ethan used, but I really like it a lot. Soft hands, soft hands, yeah, no. soft hands. No, the uh, prodigious, whatever he said about you, progenitor, progenitor. Okay. Yeah. I do like, I do like that word a lot, and I think it is descriptive of you as a founding father, uh, quite mm-hmm. literally, of this game. And, and and you said you had this crisis of confidence, and you're wrestling oh, yeah. like I am, and and it, it reminded me of Ric Flair, you know, the greatest of all time. When he got to back to WWE, he said he right. didn't feel like Ric Flair anymore. And it took Triple H calling him aside and saying, you're the only guy here who doesn't know that you're Ric Flair. For you, you said you had a crisis of confidence. Who was it? Was it Bobby Gucci? Was it Christian? Was it Ben Bateman who called you aside and said, you're the only person here who doesn't know you're John Roca? <laughs> Don't get, I'm going to get emotional here. Yeah, I mean, it was the whole exchange. That's why, you know, people can make all their comments on YouTube and make their comments on backstage and all that crap. But like, we do. We show up for each other, man. We we really do love each other. We really do support each other. Yeah, as they're ball busting. Yeah, as they're like pushing the boundaries. Or they're like brothers fighting in the in the gym. Yeah, we'll fight or whatever. But you pick on one of us, you pick on all of us. And I think that's what really brought me back. And you know, it was uh, Dan and Ben before the Paulo Yama match. Who both said when I was kind of nervous if I could still do it and beat a former champion one on one. They both walked up to me and said, "You know more movies than Paul does. Period." You're the outlaw. You're John Roca, you know, and it was those kinds of things. But I have to say Barbarian has been my Triple H. Barbarian has been with me like every day, just kind of quizzing me and going through everything. We spent hours and hours and, you know, he's really giving me back my confidence. So whatever happens in the match, uh, uh, I'm driven to win. But whatever happens in the match, I'll never be more prepared uh, than I have been. Uh, in a very, very long time for a match than I will be against Ethan. He may still beat me, and that's certainly in the cards, but I'll ha- I won't be able to hang my head in shame like I did the last two matches. I'm going to give him everything I got, and that's that's what I'm built to do. So, you know, I'm excited for the challenge, and uh, it's been great to have a faction who's been behind me, supporting me, uh, setting up mock matches, you know, all that kind of stuff. They've just really stepped up for me, and I appreciate it. 
Well, regardless of which of you wins, you both of you will have the task of whoever wins facing Dan Merle. Yeah. Oh, Ta- right. <laughs> just in, just in you, case you thought you were winning yeah. something fun. I thought, you, this, you, I thought this is it. This is the we, we, you, this you, you've done that before. You were winning at a chance to play Dan Merle. Uh, Ethan, we just discussed how obviously your match with Merle ended in front of a large crowd in New York. Sorry, my cat's really enjoying this show. No, I, I friggin' I like <laughs> it's delightful. But I did look. It's it's a, it's a double edged sword with Dan because I I TKO'd him the one time and then right. the other time l- less so. Hmm. But y'all. Go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. No, and and obviously with with you, Roca, it's a it's interesting scenario because you'll be facing Dan, and it's obviously a weird subject because he's not only your teammate um, in the faction, but also your team partner. You know, champions together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you can't measure yourself until you play the greats, and consistently playing the greats are what makes you a legacy in this game, you know? And so to beat Ethan and then to beat Dan for the belt, I don't think anybody can have a complaint about the outlaw ever again. And if I go (laughs) on and defeat corruption and defend those, by the way, did you guys uh, clean this place up after they were finished with their interview? You should (laughs) have. I just got COVID looking at it, but like this kind of stuff, you got to handle, you got to beat everybody that you can beat to get there. And I'm telling you corruption don't be thinking you're going to step all over. I can't wait to face you two again. Get cocky. Get arrogant. Get confident. Get all the things you want to feel. Let Shannon put on her plastic crown that she got at the 99 cent store and feel good about herself. It's not going to matter. We are going to stomp on you like nobody's business. And I can't wait to get in the ring with those two clowns. But this, this is something else. Ethan Irwin is one of the greats. Dan Merle's one of the greats. To go toe-to-toe with my brother one more time. Remember, that's the match that, like, began the legacy of the outlaw was beating Dan Merle, the unbeatable Dan Merle for the title. It would be nice to see where I'm at years later and have an, a, an incredible five round match. That being That's said, actually got Brad into the schmode out. Am I yeah, wrong? Yeah. Well, that being said, uh, nothing, none of it matters if I don't handle my game against Ethan and I'm look, and that's all I'm focused on. I'm not even remotely thinking about Dan right now. It's Ethan Irwin that has all my attention. And Ethan, if you allow your mind, though, to drift past this match, say you walk out victorious, what would it mean for you to go out there, face Dan again in the rubber match, the third time y'all would fight, Mm. and win that championship back? Because I'm sure you've heard some people have questioned uh, Ethan Irwin and and, and your ability as a competitor in the 2020 version of the Schmodown that we're in. What would that mean to silence your critics and go back and regain what was once yours? I think it would be incredibly satisfying. I think, you know, there's obviously a bit of redemption for me. I didn't feel in that loss, which I guess was like a year and a half ago now, but I, you know, it it wasn't like a drubbing, but you know, a loss is a loss. Uh, So it would be great to rectify that. And yeah. And, and uh, you know, the, yeah, there are some critics and you know, who I I was reading today, they were like, like, you know, they're all saying that Roka is going to win because he's been studying and doing all that. That's great and all, but at the end of the day, if you, either you know it or you don't. Yep. And my feeling is, I know it. So, yep. I know Ethan likes to be the smartest guy in the room, so I respect that. So when we go toe to toe, if I can beat him, it would be a nice thing to hang my hat on for sure. Uh, but I have nothing but respect to for his knowledge, his casual knowledge. I mean, he knows more than I've ever forgotten. So it's incredible. And John, what does it mean to you? Because I know you you, you take this game 
uh, so so seriously. You love mm. the game, as everyone in the Schmodown does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But your passion has been very outward. What does it mean for you, even though you're behind Ethan Irwin on the poster? What does it mean for you to be? But his, his name is first, though. So I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like McQueen and uh, Paul Newman and Towering Inferno. And, oh, I like a good reference. Yeah, yeah. But what does it mean for you to be? Wait, on who's the, the actor that is uh, that's the villain in the Towering Inferno? Hey, hey, hey! Don't start your match. All right, all right, all right, all right. But what is like? We're starting a match now. All right, let's do this. Let's get in the cagey. Though, John, to be on the first pay per view for the Schmodown, you've been a part of so many firsts, oh, first, yeah. first, everything. What does it mean for you to be the first pay per view main event? It's an honor, uh, but it's an honor earned, right? In order to do it, I had to be Paulo Yama. They didn't just hand it to me, you know. And um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm honored to be uh, there, and I'm honored to share the stage with Ethan Irwin uh, virtually. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it means a lot, you know. And uh, you work hard in this league. You, you stick around long enough. If you don't retire, you keep fighting. Uh, you know, things kind of open up for you. So I, I appreciate uh, the faith and the trust and the uh, the blessing that they've given me by having me be the first pay-per-view this year to, to, to out the gate with Ethan Irwin. So it's it's an honor. And big time, I, I want you I want you to to give me a prediction, if you will. I mean, are you knocking John out? I mean, are we going to go to the fifth five pointer? Is it overtime? Like, how do you see this thing? <laughs> I want predictions. That's just all I'm asking for, Jen. Don't. I, I, I tell you what, I, I tell you what, instigating. I, just, I look previously, you know, I think before when, when he wasn't kind of, you know, in, in my, my initial kind of rise and people didn't know what to, to make of me, didn't know, you know, I was like, you know, if I was button mashing or if I was like a secret genius, they, <laughs> he didn't know what to expect. And so I TKO'd him when he and I, he and, you know, Bibiani and I played, you know, it's again, it's a different, it's a different mindset. And and he was knocked out. In this one, I think it's going to go to the end. I think it's going we're going to go all the way to the end. I think. Mm. No offense to you, John. I do think that I am going to win. But I, I think. So. But I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's going to go yeah right down to the end. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been hearing from a few people that he's already planning for Dan, looking ahead for Dan. So I appreciate and respect the fact that he's already lo- you know he already knows he's going to win. That's what uh, confident champions do or people who want to achieve things in life. They believe they can get over the next hurdle so they can get to the big thing. So uh, it's my job to give him a hell of a game, and it's my job to try to beat him. Uh, so I'm, I'm – that's all I'll say. Oh, man, look at it, and it all goes down. If we can go to the graphic, the pay-per-view event is going down. There it is, the number one contenders match, Roca versus e- e- Ethan Irwin. Excuse me, the winner faces Dan Merle. That's live July 31st, 5 p.m. Central. Go get your tickets on the schmodownlive.com. Or if you're get that $10 tier, guys, because yeah. it is going to get you all the pay-per-view from July 31st to September, plus spectacular and exhibitions. Like, it is the biggest bang for your buck. Gentlemen, good luck to the both of you. We're all going to be watching and, and be very intense. It's going to be a very intense match. A lot of nerves, a lot of emotions going on, but I'm sure it's going to be one for the ages. Ethan, thank you so much for taking the time, sir. Keep the hair. I love the hair the way it looked. My goal, my goal is to basically do Keanu Reeves from um, Point Break to try and get that hair. I don't have the body for it, but I've got the hair, and I feel pretty good about it. If you get the hair, you're halfway there. You know, I mean, that's what that's what my grandmother always told me. And John, congratulations to you, or or good luck to you, I should say. Rather, excuse me. I knew it. Freudian. Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, congratulating me on getting into the tournament. That's what he's congratulating. <laughs> John, I'm looking forward to it. Me too, Ethan. Congratulating you for 
and uh, don't I, don't mistake my loss for words for loss of confidence, people. I see it in the chat. It ain't that. Go ahead, Brett. No, I was going to say, I was saying congratulations for being a proud owner of Back from the Future, a celebration of the greatest time travel story ever told. I see it right over there, a book by me. So I appreciate that for you having that. But anyway, uh, gentlemen, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate you all taking the time and we're all going to be watching come pay-per-view time. Thank you. There we go. Such pandering, pandering. Did you pay for that spot? I didn't, but I noticed it. Out of the corner of my eye, and I was actually next to the the uh, what is the Hollywood Once Upon a Time in Hollywood lunchbox. So I'm like next to Brad Pitt, oh. Matt, uh, 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 Leo, that's stuff. Margo, you know what I mean? Like that's good company. I like it. That is a little Schmominati ish, but I'm I'm excited, I'm excited for those two matches because wow, like what a way to start a pay per view event. And we have we have to talk about it now too. This isn't a pay per view event. It's free for the people, but it's two of the biggest matches all year on the undercard. Ben Bateman, Andrew Guy, Numero Dos again. Jen, that means number two. Mm. And thank you, I appreciate it. Jericho, the Ayatollah of rock and roller, the demo god himself, Le Champion. Chris Jericho going against Kevin Smith. Uh, man, that is such a headliner. And when we first heard that Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith. We're both uh, picked up in that free agency period. One to the rock stars, the other to Quirky Mercs. I knew this match was going to eventually happen. I'm so excited that we're going to get it. And then, again, Guy Bateman, too. I was there in Houston. You were there in Houston. We remember what happened at the Booker T World Gym Arena. So that is Oof. awesome. Again, Roka e. Irwin will be live this Friday. August 27th is when that match goes down, Jen. Who there you was literal blood in the first match between these two. Yes, there was cut lips. There was ble bleeding all over the place. It was a show. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I think Guy has really been taking this uh, whole Shmominati thing uh, a little far. <sighs> a little bit. A little bit. But do you think that he... Because here's the thing. The last time we saw... Um, these two go at it. Ben Bateman hadn't ascended to the championship. He wasn't the... the he was still player. chasing it, for sure. He was still chasing, and he wasn't the player that he is today. Andrew Guy, again, he also wasn't the player that he is today, but Ben has taken the knowledge and the and the strategy of this game to the next level. Who do you see going out there and winning that match? Because I don't know. I don't know if we if we're gonna see any different from the first time around. Look, I, I never I, I, I really do think that Ben Bateman will probably take this rematch again just because I feel like he's hungry. But that said, you can never ever Ever, ever, ever count out Andrew Guy. Right. I feel like his, I still, whenever I think of discounting his performance, I think back to two matches. Mm -hmm. I think back to his match versus Riley. And then I also think back to his match versus Merle. I think everybody thought his match versus Merle was a fluke. But then when he came right back and he beat Riley, we were all like, oh, wow. This is what Guy could be when Guy puts his mind to it. And let's face it, we've all had a lot of extra time on our hands lately. So I'm really curious what version of Andrew Guy we're going to get. Yeah, absolutely. Is he, is he putting in the work? Is he putting in the time? And then when you go to Kevin Smith versus Chris Jericho, I would say if the odds makers were making it, Kevin Smith would be the slight favorite or maybe majority favorite. Just I think a heavy on. favorite, to be honest. Yeah, yeah just based um, on what, what he's done in his career. But Le Champion has been competitive in everything that he's done. He and I just had a lovely chat about Back to the Future on Talk is Jericho, so I know he knows his movies. Um, who are you going with in that one? 
I'm going to give the edge to Kevin Smith at this point. But that said, I uh, I do think that Chris Jericho is a vault of knowledge when it comes to pop culture reference references because I feel like he's such a part of pop culture. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like everything that he comes up with is so heavily ingrained in what's going on in the moment because he keeps his pulse on what's going on. And that's why I feel like you can't count him out in this type of scenario. No, you can't count him out in any scenario. Look, he is Le Champion for a reason. He was the first AEW world champion, right? He went out there and beat Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the biggest movie star of them all, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe the most popular superstar of all time. He beat them both in the same night to become the first undisputed champion. This man has made history in anything that he's ever been a part of, whether that be best-selling books on the New York Times bestseller list or whether that be a number one podcast on the Apple podcast charts. He's always ascended to the top in anything that he's tried his hand at. That's why I think the Ayatollah of rock and roll, Chris Jericho, the demo god himself, is going to go out there and shock the world once again, and he's going to beat Kevin Smith in decisive fashion when we see that match go down on August the 27th. Again, undercard Ben Bateman, Andrew Guy. I am so excited. That, that and the fact you're getting this match for free, for like, is Christian oh. insane? Yes. He is an insane human being for a lot of reasons. This one is chief amongst them. Like, uh, when I saw that card, I was like, take my money now, you know? Right, right. But again, that's the variety that the Schmodown can give you, and that's all the things that they give you for free. If you're getting Chris Jericho, Kevin Smith for free, why don't you go over to that Patreon? Sign up at the $10 tier at least so you can see all these phenomenal matches that we're going to see. We just talked about Ethan Irwin versus John Roca pay-per-view. There's a lot of pay-per-view matches coming up uh, here very rapidly as we approach these times. Look at that one. Inner Geekdom Championship <laughs> match. Kevin the Smasher Smets. Going against Chandru, the chosen uh, undercard there is the pride versus final exam or deep 13 is going to see whoever wins in that uh, John Roca, Ethan Irwin undercard. That's on August the 7th. Again, showdownlive.com if you want to buy a single viewing of that or you can go to the $10 tier again. I think Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, I'm sorry, Kevin Smets. Here's the thing. I have like a love-hate relationship with Kevin Smets and I will either hate text him or I'll just randomly quit pop quiz him because this is the the thing that I do to to talk about Kevin Smets. This is the sound that I think of when I hear his name. But make no mistake. Why? Well, you know, there's I've reasons. But make no mistake, he is one of, if not the greatest inner geekdom player to ever do it. I mean, you saw what he did against Mike Kalinowski at, at the spectacular. Of course, he had the slip-up of the century when he said, don't tell Peter. But Kevin, Kevin Smets, I, I randomly, I was watching an X-Men movie, and I won't say what the question was, but I looked at the most minute detail possible about that movie, and I randomly texted him at 2 in the clock in the morning, and I said, hey, blah, 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 blah. What's the answer? He was up. 30 seconds later, he sent me the answer, and it was right. And I was like, there's no way. I love that most people, when they get a text in the middle of the night, it's like, dot, 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 you up? And instead, it was like, you up? Hey, I have a Back to the Future question for you. Uh, <laughs> I did say, what are you doing? nerd. <laughs> I did say, W-Y-D, big head at first. And then I followed it up with the Back to the Future question. But Oh, yeah. see, here's yeah. the thing. I want, to, I want to say this is a lock for the Smasher and for the dungeon. But I remember a very... I remember this one memory from last year going down to Comic-Con. I was a member of the audience. I was not doing the interviews at that time. Um, 
I just happened to be down there and to support my friends. And Chandra was sitting next to me, maybe a couple seats over. And he was actually saying all of the answers like quite loud under his breath to the point where I was like, if you don't stop, I'm going to backhand you. And because he knew everything, like he knew every single answer. And he also was like challenging ones that like, I was just like, let it ride, bro. Let it ride. You know? So I, I just don't think you can totally count him out. Absolutely not. And, and, and make no mistake. I think that Chandru can beat a lot. You know, you can, you can beat anybody on, on any given Sunday. And with Chandru, He's somebody who's been so committed, and recently in Intergeekdom, he's been very impressive. We remember what he and Kevin did the first time they locked horns. It was re- literally by the hair on his chinny-chin-chin, if you will, that he lost that one. And here's the thing, too. Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, they're, they're all going to be great at those categories. This match is going to come down to those auxiliary movies, right, like Green Hornet, The Shadow. The Phantom, uh, Back to the Future, maybe even stuff like that, that maybe you don't spend as much time on. That's what's going to decide this match. It's going to be those weird movies that you don't think are in IG and they are. Okay, Brad, how much money was uh, was Doc Brown killed over in the third movie? Look, look, can I just show you something? <laughs> this is Doc Brown. <laughs> and it says shot in the back by Buford Mad Dog Tannen over a matter of $80. That's- so morbid why do you own this i don't know it's i don't know you know i just it's i'm me i'm me jen i'm me um but let's also talk about this let's talk about the singles tournament yes six competitors if we can look at that bracket here oh four matches a week oh my god christian's gonna be so busy um oh yeah and if you look at that bracket look at all the names on there that i mean that's just intimidating enough but a lot of these first round matchups are somewhat dream matches in a lot of ways. I mean, when you look at Mike Kalinowski versus Perry Nemiroff, that's a really heavy one. I really like that matchup. Paul Preston, Eric Zipper, love that matchup. Jeff I'm looking Snyder. at Mark Andreco, Matt Atchity. Holy <laughs> crap. And even this one. Imagine these two guys, uh, people locking horns. Mark Riley versus Video Drew. <sighs> I mean, Ooh. there's so many ones that I absolutely love and adore. And I think that we're going to see a lot of first round upsets. I put it to you. Who's somebody who might be a favorite in this tournament, Jen, when you look at this bracket, who could potentially get upset in the first round? I'm could get upset in the first round. Throw that graphic back up guys. If you don't mind. Oh, let's see that Paul Preston, Eric zipper is going to be a burner. I honestly don't know who I would pick to be honest in that one. Uh, Tim Franco versus Tom. Tom, I feel like is one of those people that, often gets forgotten about in terms of his knowledge, but I think he'll go pretty far in the tournament if he can get past Franco. Uh, let's see. Um, I know Bonnie Somerville is playing, and I... Um, if she shows up, sure. If she's there, I don't think she's winning <laughs> because she's going to be playing... If she gets into the tournament, she'll be playing... Uh, Paul, Paul Oyama. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Really? Don't love her sh- her odds in that one, to be honest with you. And honestly, I don't think you can discount Marisol. She had a decent showing the first time she was out. And really, honestly, just if, if she gets her categories, she's good to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I like this one. I like Brendan Meyer versus Alonzo Duralde. Or or should oh, I say yeah. Brendan Meyer, the fine, young, 
Tinderoni. Uh-huh. And if you find the Tinderoni, that is right for you. That's who I'm going with. That's my that's my guy. I love the FYT, Brendan Meyer. Gosh. Oh, I'm still looking at these. Lon, I feel like he'll do he'll go. Gosh, Lon actually has a pretty decent path to be yeah. fair. No, he he could go all the way. I mean, he he'll play obviously the winner of the um uh let's see he plays the winner. It could be Merle or Roca in the singles tournament, depending on how things shake out. And he would eventually have to find himself uh in quarterfinal action against one of those guys, which is you know not fun. And by the way, guys, I was thinking of Claudia Dolph. I wasn't thinking of Marisol. I got that one confused. My bad. Oh, hey, whatever. There's a lot of names on this one. And another match I really like is Liz Shannon Miller versus Rachel Silvestrini. I see a lot of fan support for Rachel. I think Rachel is actually, in my opinion, favored in this match um, against Liz Shannon Miller. But Liz Shannon Miller, really? in my opinion, just because I think Rachel Silvestrini lives and breathes Schmodown. I don't know how much Liz Shannon Miller is watching game tape on other competitors, thinking of strategies. What am I going to put on the wheel? I'm sure that it's a thought in her mind, and I don't mean to question her passion or ability in the game, but Rachel Silvestrini, the switchblade. Uh, I think the one thing you're forgetting is that Liz Shannon Miller's on swag, and I feel like Winston is going to be looking at his competitors and making sure that they are more than prepared for going into these matches. So I think you're going to see a different Liz Shannon Miller. She's got that raw knowledge that a lot of competitors just simply don't have. If she can stay calm, which has always been Liz Shannon Miller has always kind of fallen prey to her own nerves. So if she can stay calm in that, I I honestly think that's going to be a bloodbath between those two ladies. Uh, that is true. I want to know, though, what do y'all think? Who is going to make it all the way to the finals? Put the name in the chat right now. Jen and I want to know. I, I don't, you know, Barbarian is always, he, I pick him for everything. He's like my go-to pick. Barbarian, a- one, Andreco, that's a guy who could go all the way. He's someone who's also motivated, and he's watched every single Schmodown match during this quarantine. So you can think he's really studied up. Paulo Yama, Chance, I'm seeing them come through. Bibiani. Bibbs is a guy who I could see going all the way. I think I, he might be my dark horse pick to win it because he always gets so close, but no cigar for him. And I think that this might be his year, Paul Preston. And I am loving the support right now for yeah. Mark Andreco. Mark Andreco, Preston, I feel like those are the names you're going to keep seeing up. Lon Harris. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, there's so many just haymakers in this match. Silvestrini, Brendan Meyer, they're coming through. The Tinderoni is going all the way. I oh, my it. God. You are going to make him Roni snap brother. if you keep Roni. calling him that. Give me some Roni, brother. Uh, I think Tom gets to the finals. That's, I mean, a lot. And in, in who we could see somebody come out of this tournament that we have no idea about because it's 36 people, Jen. I mean, you know how the NCAA uh, tournament goes for basketball, March Madness. Sometimes it's r- completely random who you see beat. You know, Duke gets upset. Or Gonzaga doesn't make it all the way. And, and there's always these weird upsets. I remember when U of H got upset in the last two seconds of the game a couple years ago when we thought we were going to go on a run. A lot, lot of crazy things can happen in a tournament this large. I always think of one person when it comes to tournament chaos. That is Stacy Howard. I feel like so many people look past Stacy and they end up getting wrecked for it. I mean, Mark Ellis, Mark <laughs> Riley. I mean, I just think of all of the crazy upsets she's had. And I feel like maybe if she actually tries, like this could get dangerous. 
Yeah, and you know she's got Roxy Stry in her corner. Obviously, somebody who's taken this game very seriously and is looking to get uh, on the board. I'm not sure if Stacy has actually entered in the tournament. She's not, but yeah, she's yeah. one of those. She's one of those instances that I think of where anyone can win. Here, here's somebody to look out for, Jim Vavita. Jim Vavita, who's on the Rock Stars, a man of of supreme knowledge, but hasn't been able to find his footing. Uh, we saw what he did against Ben Goddard in the IG play-in match. Didn't go his way. But Roxy, I know, has had to be coaching him up because he's a guy who, if like to me, like an Ethan Irwin, if you can channel that knowledge and harness it and deliver it straight into the flux capacitor, he could go 88 miles all the way to the finals of this tournament, Jen. It's very possible. Do you ever not talk him back to the future terms? Uh, no. <laughs> Always back to the future. Uh, only frame <laughs> reference for life <laughs> is, is flux capacitors great. Scott's, this is heavy. Throw the graphic up one more time for me, if you don't mind, guys. Just the the brackets. There we are. Lot lot of potential ups. We Whitney Seibold Barbarians are really fun first round match. Of course, we're going without to comments. Come on, come on, board mod. I'm trying to look at a full brackets. I think that's give, give me a second. Oh man. So I'm just I'm just looking at that bottom. That could be really interesting. That bottom right side. You've got Paulo Yama and Jeff Snyder where they could potentially oh my god, Ben, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Um <laughs> you could potentially be seeing a rematch between Paulo Yama and Jeff Snyder. Oh man, that would be and you know what? It's probably a likely one. Um, if you look at and, and no no disrespect to Marisol McKeel, we haven't gotten to really see her get into action too much yet, but um Paulo Yama. Jeff Snyder, I could see that. Robert, but you can't count out Robert, man. Robert and Vanessa are both people who are vicious when it comes to anything. I remember a lot of upsets happened when they were late to the party. Again, the action kicks off Monday, August the 10th. We're going to see Adam Collins and Andres Gallego and uh, Frank Moran and James White are going to be playing on Tuesday. That Wednesday, you're going to get Vanny Mancuso versus Jen Kemp or Sabrina Ramirez. We'll see how some of these pay-per-view matches play out. And again, on that Thursday, Marisol McKee takes on Bonnie Somerville. Uh, those are your first four matches of this tournament. It's only going to get bigger and bigger as we go on. All those in one week. Again, go to <laughs> SEN. Oh my God. Drive the Schmodown Entertainment Network. This singles tournament is going to lead us right into the team's tournament. 36 competitors, four matches a week. It's going to lead us right into the team's tournament. And then spectaculars right around the corner after that. The virtual season, Jen. Although I think everyone was a little bit, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. It's been pulled off. And it's I been pulled off. Yeah. This last week also. And, I'm, and, and we were talking to them a little bit before we started, but I got to shout out people like Courtney and Brian. In Nerd Chronic, Christian, all the writers, whether that's PJ, Abby, who's ever working on the production side of this has been phenomenal in this uh, virtual season of the movie Trivia Schmodown. And, and kudos to them and hats off uh, should be uh, hats off to them. I don't know what's com what's coming on here. The what's happening right now? Somebody's having an episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's having an episode. Are oh, we being punked? Where's Ashton? Ashton! <laughs> Uh, I love your topical reference, but just as uh, just as I was putting these people over, we got I know right some interesting things there. But Jen, any what are you looking forward to most? Is it the IG final? Is it the the Chris Jericho match? Is it Erwin and Roca? Is it the first round of the singles tournament? What what is really tickling your fancy? You know, I really think I'm looking back at that IG, and even though I know like the stakes aren't high in terms of 
either way, corruption yeah. wins. It's one of those things where I'm interesting to I'm interested to see how it affects their team chemistry going forward because I know that they were sitting there and they were all laughs and just you know oh I'd like I, you know who matter who wins it's going to be great. I feel like. I know both of them well enough to know there may be hurt feelings after it. So I'm a little curious to see how that all corruption finals plays out. Uh, obviously, I'm also excited to see uh, Roka and Irwin go do battle again. Um, but at the end of the day, they're going to have to face Dan Merle, which is what I think we're all really looking forward to. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the tournament final, of course, to see how that plays out. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Ethan and Roka is going to be great, but I'm looking forward to this inner geek them championship match. Cause I know Kevin Smith has been itching to get his uh, name back in there and, and play some more matches this year and him and Chandrew, this is a match that we were going to potentially see. I think at one point Christian talked about it, seeing in Houston, that would have been great seeing it here, seeing it there. There's been a lot of rescheduling of this match. I'm just finally, because remember Kevin Smith was supposed to defend his championship against Mark Kanopic in January in New York that didn't happen, and it's now been eight long months since we've seen Kevin Smets go at it in that inner geekdom world. I know he's itching at the opportunity, so that's probably my most anticipated. But y'all let us know what you're most anticipated. What are you looking forward to? Are you a patron at the $10 level? If not, you should be because you're going to be getting so much action over the next several months here in the Movie Trivia Schmodown going to that big, big event. Schmodown Spectacular. Five. I had to do a little booker there. You like it? <laughs> Five. I got it. I got it. So a lot, a lot of great things. I appreciate though everyone for tuning into this. Jen, do you have any parting words? Do you want to say anything? Does Puck want to get a last shout out in here? No, but I picked a terrible day to wear black because I'm literally wearing half of him while he's shedding with all of this heat we're having here in Los Angeles. But guys. Like Brad said, if you're not a patron, this is the time to become one because not only are you supporting the show, you're getting all of this amazing content, all these amazing matches right at your fingertips. And trust me, they're haymakers. Absolutely. And I just want to say to everybody out there in closing, I want to thank the wonderful Jen Sturger. Just, you know, I see the cat hair. Just lay down and let the Roomba just go over you and, and we'll figure it out. And I want to thank everybody who made this show possible, of course, that I talked about a minute ago. And everybody, my last bit of advice to everyone out there, it's a wish. I hope that all of you find the Tinderoni that is right for you. I'm Brad Gilmore. That's Jim Sturger. This is another preview special here on the Schmodown Twitch channel. And we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.